right, everybody. Welcome to Strange Currencies Podcast. I'm Matt. I am Glenn. How's it going, Matt? It's going all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're, uh, I'm ready for episode, wow. Four. Episode four. We're growing up. Yeah, we are. We're, it's, we're all growns up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's pretty nice. Hey, we had a, we had a good, uh, you know, hotly contested couple, uh, episodes talking about the Rolling Stone top hundred. Um, yeah, had some, had some good feedback, some decent feedback. I only took a little bit of flack, um, you know, in my personal circles for some of my takes, but you know, you know, you got to up your game just a little bit. That's I what know. You're saying. I know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna see what I can do to make this one to where I don't have to click the explicit <laughs> tab on uh, on Anchor. So <laughs> I, I was li- my my son uh, wanted to hear, so he listened to it, and I yeah. had to, you know. Sorry, Max. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll dial. To- hey, you know what? No promises though. If Mike Love makes an appearance, yep. You know, it just, or Fleetwood, I mean... They're not going to be on this one. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, uh, you know, corrections? Sure, from, yeah, corrections. Uh, last time. So, there was one thing, and this isn't really so much a correction, because I think that last episode was pretty much flawless. Flawless, yeah. Um, I, I would say we've hit our stride. Yeah, we are yeah. experts now. It's smooth sailing from here Everything's on out. Everything's perfect, yeah. Yeah. Um, not So, this isn't really so much a correction, but it's just something that... I think a f- a needed up. to be addressed. A yeah. follow up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Glenn, you had mentioned that uh, "Tangled Up in Blue" was a reference specifically to Joni Mitchell's oh, "Blue." No. Oh no! No, and, and actually, uh, there is some confirming evidence for that. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, no, and I said at the time that it made made sense. I had just never specifically. I heard feel that like before. I read that somewhere. And Wikipedia. Okay, there it is. There it is. I think when we, when maybe when I was researching uh, Blood on the Tracks, I had I'd doing some up. research on the deep web. The as deep we talked webs, about Wikipedia yeah, is, we are, is, is deep as hey, you we are journalistic days, researchers right? here. We go we go we go deep. Yeah, uh, Bob Dylan. Yeah, legit. Tangled up in blue is about him listening to Joni Mitchell. Yeah, it's good. It's exciting. Totally. Great album. It was fun. Both of them are great yeah, albums. Both of, yeah, both of them. All right. Well, here we are, episode four. How are we going to possibly top? That we are, we are, we are like you can't improve on. We're perfection. on the we're on the top of the charts right now. Mm-hmm. We are rolling in subscribers and viewers. I yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've been pretty excited. We had 79 listens as of <laughs> as of today. I actually looked it up. I think uh, my Anchor, dad Anchor said 79. So. I think my dad still has not discovered the podcast yet. So you know, there's there's room for Ooh, growth. You credited him <laughs> as far back as the second episode. I, I as did. Being one of our, and one that of our was two the fans. joke. That was the joke. The reality okay. is is not even my dad listens. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I actually uh, did a little bit of looking at that you know we can look at our advanced analytics i'm just letting people know here mm-hmm. i saw one listen from arizona Ooh, all yeah, right one out of those 79 mm. so for all of my friends and family back home in arizona mm-hmm. um you they might lo- you might say you're listening but yeah. anchor tells me something caught else caught yeah yep. busted yeah so uh <laughs> You're not listening probably right now either, so you're not really getting a stern talking to. But That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're we're really just doing this to amuse ourselves. I mean... What else are you going to do? Right? What else are you going to do? And and so speaking of amusement, we need to amuse ourselves uh, with a little bit of the British invasion. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, British invasion. Yeah, totally. Okay. Now, 
there's a little contention here. Maybe, maybe. Hmm. But today we are going to discuss, and I think we need to, um, you know, roll this out to our, our newly, you know, thriving, thriving po- population of listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, readers, by the way. And readers. Strange currencies. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had a we've had a hell of a month. <laughs> now we're just shilling the, the wares. It's oh. not shilling, no. <laughs> I, I'm legitimately saying, you know, those of you who have been listening, uh, or sorry, reading, really, strange currencies for this last month, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm seeing it, man. That's Numbers good. are going up. All right, all right. That's great. Uh, <laughs> this is not bragging. I mean, we're still, we're still like small stakes here when it comes uh, to the internet. But we had a doubling. All right. of, of readership from, so from December seven. to January. <laughs> Wait, that's not a double. No, no you no. had you had a couple, all at right. least a couple of zeros after uh, that, Glenn. All right, really, all right. I'm, I'm not joking. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. no, it's been nice to see. All right, so the British invasion. We are going to definitively decide through a, a process, a thoughtful process, right? Highly, highly coordinated and highly judicial and fair. Mm-hmm. We are going to definitively declare the second best British invasion artist. I, I worry about definitive declarations. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. We do what we want. We do what we want, but, you know, I, I do think, you know, um, the Internet's full of people who are, you know, acting as if their opinion is yeah, is the last word on something. And, and that's not what we intend to do <laughs> at, at either Strange Currencies Podcast or StrangeCurrenciesMusic.com. We're not acting, you know, we're not at least trying to. If that's the impression that we're giving, I'm sorry, but uh, we're not <laughs> we're, trying to be like We're clearly not taking authority. ourselves that seriously, right, right. <laughs> But we're having a, a healthy conversation okay. about right. who is the runner-up in the British invasion. Clearly. Clearly. We all know that the Dave Clark Five are the best. Clearly the Dave Clark Five are the essential yeah. British invasion band. So we don't Glad need to worry about all that. all over about that. We, we don't need to, you don't need to hear us gush over the Dave Clark the Five. The DC Five. Why they are the best British invasion band. So we're just going to like move that aside. Yep. We're just going to figure that's granted. That's, that's beyond. A, that's a that, given. That is beyond debate. That is a given. Done. Yep. Push that DC aside. Five. So now we need to establish after them who is the second best British invasion. Now, artists, now we have a system for this. We do. Okay. So here are the rules. Here's what we're going to do. Matt and I have, have decided, because we are the arbiters, because, you know, yeah. whatever, uh, we came up with five nominees for second place behind DC5 Yeah. Um, on who, who might should be considered the second best British Invasion Act. Mm-hmm. We are going to, we are going to talk about them. We are going to present the case for why each of these five acts should be considered the second best British Invasion artist. And then we will allow our listeners to decide. We'll put it out on Strange Currencies. We'll put it out on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll come up with some poll or something like that. Or, yeah. uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll let, that, let them decide. And, and you 79 podcaster listeners out there, you're, hey, you're going to help us decide. There and, it is. You might think that that sounded dismissive. It's not. We two are two episodes ago. I was talking about literally three listens. Literally, so, you know, we're, I know. we're moving up. We're in the moving world. up in the world. It is. Thank you. So, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to put it out, and we're going to let them decide. And we'll take those. Well, things. They're going to have their say, and then They'll we're going to have, have our say. say. Yes. There we go. Fair, fair. All right. So, and and maybe we'll. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a. Maybe we'll get a guest. Uh, 
um, a guest, you know, judiciary. We're, we're and working we'll on that. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. work on that. Um, we have a high profile. We do. Um, I've been reaching out to Multi. I, I have. Um, I, I shouldn't have dropped the name. No, it's not Multi. Um, it, it's not. It's not. It's better. Uh, a better drummer than Multi. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm serious. Like right, the, the, okay, okay. our guest is a, a good drummer. Well, not hey, that Multi's not okay. Let's not but... count our eggs before they've hatched here. Well. I think we can can Okay. All right, here we go. Wrestle him so here's what it. we're going to do. Um we have cast lots. Uh, well, hold, oh, before you do this. Okay. Sorry, Glenn. Yeah. I want us to at least define British invasion first. I, it's fair. probably fair that we do that. So we're looking at, you know, apparently when America realized that Britain was a thing was mm-hmm. Early 1964, yep. when the Dave Clark Five performed on the Ed uh-huh. Sullivan Show. Yes. February of, of so, 1964, okay. after the beloved president, um, William Henry Harrison, was assassinated mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas. Is this a push now? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so then the Dave Clark Five <laughs> came to America, and they played on the Ed Sullivan Show. <laughs> And they just kind of like, you know. They were all right. Yeah. They brought about this this seismic. Se- oh, yes. W- would you agree with that? Seismic. Seismic. Seismic yes. shift to America. Yes. And, you know, they're they're clearly the best. Right. DC5. No question. I mean, come on. Right. I've got a DC5 tattoo on my mm-hmm. forearm. I mean, okay. Because, you know. Yes. But what we're trying to do is figure out who who's the runner up in this Who, who came behind? Who came behind and helped also... Yeah. Ride the fuel, ride the after jets. Who, who could have been, you know, the sixth DC? Yes, sure. Um, so what we're going to do is discuss, you know, who's the runner up here, and and, and how are but we we're gonna... but we're we're going to specifically limit this to the sixties. Okay. Well, so... let's just say for for the sake, let's say that. The DC five broke up in 1970. Let's say they broke up in 1970. And they went their separate ways. Had individual DC careers. DC and the other four. Right, you know, right. They, they went off to their other careers sure. and, and did their own thing. So let's say 1964 to 1970. Okay, we're so we're, at. we're not allowed to discuss bringing evidence outside of that range. No, We no. need to talk about the input and their... Okay. All right. That's so yeah, we're not going to discuss British artists who peaked post nineteen seventy, really. Or, okay. or you know, David Bowie's not. Okay, we're not doing not David eligible, Bowie. You know, uh, just because no, he's British. No you know? Led Zeppelin. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So 60, 64. Oh, so those are our parameters: sixty-four to seventy. All right. Now, we, yeah, but but ones that were really specifically associated with that first wave. So we're not right. going to necessarily talk about you know some some. Really good British groups that might have, you know, started pre nineteen seventy, but sure, you know, yeah, okay. We're looking at ones that were associated with really kind of that first wave of the British right. invasion in some in some form or another. So here's what we're gonna do: we found five, mm-hmm. and we cast lots to see who would be um, presenting the case. And so um, um, I will present the case for the first band. Um, we will present the case to our listeners. Um, maybe you can rebut why maybe they shouldn't be considered the second best, but we'll just kind of throw that out there, present the case, then we'll move to the, to the next nominee, uh, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Does that seem fair? We're going to be a little bit fluid, I think, in our pro and con arguments, you know, um, it's not going to quite be as structured as a typical debate. You know, you'll present a case and I might rebut it. Okay. All right. 
and I might support it. I don't know. I'm just going to kind of see. Like, if I feel like you've left something out or vice versa, if I feel like I've left out an important point about an artist or or one of our nominees, then then please feel free to to make that point. All right. Because we want our listeners to be able to have all all the facts facts that they need to make an informed decision. Right. Which, by the way, um, we'll talk to you about how you're, you know, the various ways in which you can chime in with that decision at the end of this podcast. All right. Well, I, I think I'm ready um, to. Present. I think I'm ready for a break. Uh, let's take a break, let's and then break. I will I will knock your socks off. Oh, that's All a right. big promise. All right. We're back on the uh, Strange Currencies podcast. Currently, uh, sorry, we're we're sharing some basketball highlights with each other on? via yeah via um, the Reddits. S- send that send that over to I me. Did, I got to yeah. see that that yeah. highlight. And just, I, I'm trying to decide: do I hold or sell this uh, this GameStop stock? Glenn, you you should uh, you should short it. Um, you uh you know you said we needed to be less. Less in the moment. You Less know, we, in the we, moment. We need to make this more timeless, but sorry. Um, so am I not going to get to watch my my dame wins the game? I highlight? forwarded it to you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm pulling it up. Your internet here is kind of... Hey, you are um, a guest in my <laughs> studio. Uh, I'll watch it later. All right. What, what, what kind of ragtag outfit are we here? All right. We're going to present... I'm going to... Welcome back to Strange Currencies podcast. I'm Glenn. I'm Matt. And we're talking about the, uh, the runner-up. The second up. best British invasion group or right. artist um, after the DC Five, after, which is of course the Dave Clark Five, it, which is clearly the best of all of the British invasion. Duh. All right. So number two. Now I'm I. We were casting lots on who was going to defend, and I got stuck with this one. And I'm just going to admit right now that I am uh, I am the public defendant being forced um, because you know. Pro bono, I was hired to defend this uh, mm-hmm. this artist. So I'm I'm gonna try and leave my personal feelings out and just present the case, just the facts, but just let it be known that you know. Uh, well, we're we're kind of we decided that we were gonna present these in the order from most obvious to least obvious, okay. right? That that's sort of what we so arrived tiered, on, if you will. So here's our our first nominee. Our first um, our first nominee. Is the Rolling Stones? Yeah, and and you okay? You hear this a lot. This is why. Okay, I'm now putting on my lawyer, my lawyer hat here. Rolling Stones are the second best um, British Invasion. There it is. They they are. They. It's what everybody knows. Everybody says it. Everybody says it. In fact, some would even argue. That they are the best. Better than the Dave Clark Five. I mean, you hear it all the time, you know, Stones v. Dave Clark. Hey, hey. Um, I said that I was going to refrain from from profanity in this episode, okay. but you are pushing some buttons. If you're going right. to suggest that the well, Rolling Stones are better than the Dave Clark Five. Well, here's the thing. The Rolling Stones have never made me feel glad all over. Okay. Here, here is the thing. Nobody's going to get... Like, people are going to be like, what are these guys talking about? The Dave Clark Five are amazing. (laughs) Okay, all right. Oh, so good. All right, so... so, (laughs) And so many different modes 
Um, All right, so here's the thing. I love the Fab Five. <laughs> I love them. God, they're so good. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. The Fab Five, they have the stigma, right? Yeah. The, the clean cut, the, yeah. Yeah. you know, all the girls scream. There's the, the smart one, the cute one, the quiet right. one, and the funny one. Okay. You know? So, and, and the Dave Clark one. Right. So, but here's the thing. The Stones are the counter to that. They're like the raunchy. The bad boys. The bad boys. Oh, yeah. Right? And so, you know, pick your poison. If, yep. you know, you... You know, you like the, you know, they're kind of that, that dirty, you know, what's, what was the headline? Um, would you let your daughter marry a Rolling Stone? Right. Like no. that was the, that was the PR. That was like the, the package Which, which Rolling Stone? Charlie Watts? He seems all right. <laughs> uh, He's a respectable guy. Okay. You know. Well, I don't know. All right. So, so you, you've got the, you know, you've got pop rock, the pop on one side. The rock and roll, and now Rolling Stone is the R&B. So if that's your thing, it's R&B. It's got a little bit – it's got that blues rock. It's got that electric rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is a stylistic choice here. This is this is the pre- presentation. So you're, you're saying this is apple oranges? I mean, to some degree, hmm. that, 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 is, that is the argument that maybe – the reason the British invasion was so effective was because you had apples and oranges. Okay. Okay. And, and so, I mean, you can't deny the album output of the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I mean, okay. So aftermath. Very good. Comes out in 66. I mean, they like, we could even go sooner than that, but yeah, yeah, but no, I, I think you're right. Aftermath. If we're talking about the stones as an album band, I think aftermath is a good place to start. And, and, you know, they're trying, they're finding their wings, trying. I mean, they were a great singles band before that already. But yeah, Aftermath is a legitimately really, really great album. But then, and, and Beggar's Banquet? Well, yeah. You, I mean, you skipped well, Between okay. the Buttons, which is, is great. You know, I actually really kind of like uh, their uh, Majesty's, the Satanic, Satanic Majesty's, Majesty's Request. Like, that's, that's not a bad album. It's not a bad it, album. It has, it's it not has a bad reputation only because they were so blatantly copying the Dave Correct. Clark Five. Correct. That it's like, you know, okay, the Dave Clark Five had done this really psychedelic record that... Are we going to keep doing this? Are we yes. going to do this the whole time? Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am never going to stop talking about how great the DC Five were. All right. But, you know, they had that, that great psychedelic record that came out in the spring of 67. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the Stones, obviously, a few months later, are like, hey, Dave Clark 5, we can Dave Clark 6, your asses, mm-hmm. and, and one-up you, you know? And they didn't. They didn't. It's but, but that album's still really good. Sure, there's, sure. There's, like, great stuff on, on their satanic. But then, they, but then what I'm saying is, like, Beggar's Banquet, you can't deny. Oh, yeah. Let it so bleed. Like, and, and there's so many, like, just great, like, hidden... Tr- hidden ish tracks like jigsaw puzzle on beggars banquet mm-hmm. is so good. And, um, okay. Maybe, and maybe that's the first one that came to mind. They've but. nailed the blues rock thing. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that R and B blues rock aspect of it. That is, Oh, but I love that psyche Baroque stuff. I mean, okay. Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. Such a great song. So, so here's the other thing. Um, I think far and away. By the way, I'm like now arguing for the Rolling Stones here. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like far and away, the Stones have the body of work. Yeah. Uh, And even just in this, in this region, um, the, the, the output 
of those albums in this era. Not even to mention beyond 70, right? When Sticky Finger... Exactly. Right? That's where you get into some trouble with the Stones because it could be argued, and it has been argued by people with a lot more you know clicks than we get, that Sticky Fingers, Exile on Main Street, that that represents really kind of the peak, the peak of the Stones. Right, right. I'm inclined to... I agree on an album sense, sure. Uh, I think those are probably their two best albums. I love that uh, that Baroque Psych Stone stuff, though. I think that that stuff was so, so good. Um, It's just they put out a lot of albums out at that point, and, you know, there's some some filler on those ones, maybe. Uh, But, I mean... But I I think you could say, yes, the Stones peaked after the time period that we're looking at, which is well beyond what we would call British Invasion. The The DC5 had broken up by that point. Right. And so then, so then, then you're kind of cheating, you know? Right. So um, best tracks, best tracks. I need to put this out there because, um, I mean, when in 65, when they came out with uh, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Great song. I mean. Great. That is, that is British Invasion. Okay. Rolling Stones. Yep. Right? I mean, we, we listened to Painted Black. It's got some of that kind of psyche. Um, Sitar. Sitar, which I mean, of course, the DC Five had done it already, but it was good. <laughs> they, they did good, um, and that was that was reading the invasion. You know, that was that wasn't on um, uh, aftermath, right? It was on. No, it was the, on. The, it's on aftermath. It was on the U.S. release. Uh, yes, it was on the U.S. release. It was the first track on the U.S. release, Correct. and so it was kind of like that. That's my you, aftermath. I'm American, Glenn. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So that don't is. Don't you tread on me. <laughs> Um, but man, I mean, give me shelter. There's like yeah, so yeah. many great, so, great so, tunes So here. good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say that they probably never made an album that's anywhere near any of the best ones that DC five did, but they got some great records. Aftermath, Beggar's Banquet, Between the Buttons, um, yeah. you know, Let It Bleed. And then the ones out of our era, you know, we're talking yeah. Sticky Fingers. Hey, stop. You can't say that. That's I know, but Sticky Fingers and Exxon strike it from the might record. be their best too. Strike it from the record. Yeah, objection. Um, but I, I, even if you strike those from the record, they're, those they're ones, pretty nice. those are, that's the, yeah. Um, yeah, that is the, the great, you know, maybe, maybe they spent too much time in jail, um, over yeah. that era, although maybe that helped them. Yeah, and they know. got better after that. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, that. But but they're the bad boys, and that's um, you know, if that's anything that you're gonna um, mark against them, why they shouldn't receive this settlement, this endorsement as the second best British Invasion mm-hmm. band. Um, I rest my case. Yeah, you know, I mean, if I'm arguing against the Rolling Stones as the second best, it, it's a tough argument because again, you know. The the people with the say or whatever have, have been telling us for years and years that it's, you know, you've got the Stones or you got the DC-5. I don't think it's even close. Clearly the DC-5 are the best, but I, I get the argument for why the Stones. I mean, they were so, you know, prevalent in the in the scene, you know, of the, the 60s. They were drivers of culture, mm-hmm. not to the same level, of course, that, that Dave Clark and his four buddies were, but... They they drove the conversation in yeah. so many different ways as a as a musical entity, and you know of course they stuck around longer than that, but that's not what we're talking about here today. Um, the Stones were great; they yeah. were they were legitimately they were the they were standing group, definitely part of the face of that. How can correct? You, how can and, you I mean, have that's a conversation? A weird face, but hey, it's still <laughs> it, it works. You know, um, you know there there's great songs, there's charisma, there's 
this weird longevity that still somehow yeah, it's bizarre. It, it's bizarre, but you know they're they're this goofy mm-hmm. group of guys yeah. that you know has managed to yeah remain a cultural force for freaking sixty years yeah, now. That's like, nuts. You gotta you gotta tip your hat yep. to that. Yep. Um, I don't are think they, are they say... worthy of being the runner up to the DC five? Well, we got four others who All are right. gonna get All a right. well, let's see a shot at it, but the Stones. Great band. There it is. Great band. Yep. Yep. It's hard to say that they're not. Yeah. Even if you want to, you're saying it, but you don't really believe it. So, yeah. Great band. Great band. All right. Let's take a break before we come back for the second one. All right. Are you ready to present? Uh, I'm going to need a break. You're going to need a break. I need a break. I need to hear some of that sweet, sweet royalty-free music. All right. Let's do it. All right. Back. Glenn finally got to see that uh, that Dame highlight. Wow! Yeah, he's good. He's, he's good. good. Yeah. Uh, you know, wow. two weeks from now, they might have lost every game between now and then. You know, when this podcast airs, probably. But, but hey, that's all right. There were probably some good game Dame, Dame time, time moments in there. Dame time. All right. Well, hey, welcome back to Strange Currencies. I'm Glenn. I'm Matt. Today we are discussing the British invasion. We are, and we've presented the case for why. Uh, who's going to be the second best, the second best British invasion band behind the Dave Clark five, um, Rolling Stones case has been presented. Who is our next nominee? Who is our next nominee? Oh, I see what you oh, did there. Glenn. Oh, oh yeah. who, 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 who's on first? The who. I was hoping we wouldn't. Yeah. Hey. The who, the who, the who, here's who the who. Okay. Pete Townsend. Lay it, lay it on me. Roger Daltrey. Yep. Mm-hmm. John Entwistle. Mm-hmm. And Keith Moon. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need to know. Okay. I mean, that's who. Mm-hmm. All right. What a freaking band, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, whoa. Yep. Uh, totally different level than any of their contemporaries. Such a, a great... Powerhouse. Great powerhouse yeah. group. Yeah. Keith Moon, clearly the the best drummer of, of his Indeed. era. Um, from Britain, at least. Okay. Clearly, outclasses them all. If you're thinking John Bonham's better, you're wrong. <laughs> Who did John want, Bonham want to be? He wanted to be Keith, Keith Moon. Moon. All right. Yeah. Fair. Uh, John Entwistle, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, such mm-hmm. a great bit. Ba- you're a bassist, right? I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Dude is good. I think he's busting some uh, some bass solo right now as we speak in Probably. the background. Yep. Mm-hmm. Townsend. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very expressive guitarist. He's mm-hmm. got the whole windmill thing yep. too, which is right. great. That cachet, yeah. And then Roger Daltrey, you know, yeah. hey, yeah, kind of knows what he's doing with a yep. microphone. He does, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. The Who, the Who. What a great band. I, I love the Who. Um, so you know, I, I'm gonna be you know full disclosure. This is probably the first good band that I ever really, really love. Well, 
Okay. I've already written elsewhere on, on Strange Currencies that I, you know, loved you two first. But The Who were like the first old band that I really got into. Mm-hmm. Um, those early singles of The Who. Does rock music get better? Mm-hmm. Like, really? My Generation, mm-hmm. Happy Jack, mm-hmm. Pictures of Lily, I'm a Boy, The Kids Are All Right. Oh, those songs are so good. And not only are they such great pop songs, but they have that element of danger that is so often missing. You just talked about the Stones being the bad boys. Yeah. You know, the Who brought it in the music. They didn't have to worry about the, you know, the publicity stuff and being caught with, you know, whatever the hell drugs it was that they were carrying at the moment. The Who just brought it in the music, man. This was a group that just perfectly synthesize that whole rock attitude. Yeah. They turned it that, beyond 11, man. They, they turned it to 12. That's Smothers uh, Brothers like, oh, yeah. performance. Yeah. It's pretty Legendary. great. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, you That's just great. need to yeah. Google. Keith Moon yeah. basically almost kills Pete Townsend. Yeah. It's fantastic. And you know, yeah. Smothers Brothers, yeah. my generation. Look it up. It's great. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, The Who, what a great singles band early on. Um, like, like I said, and I'll stand behind this, I think The Who's early singles are, are about as good as rock and roll music ever gets. Uh, other than the Dave Clark Five, obviously. But yeah, those, those, those early Who singles are so good. And then they became such a great album band. Um, I know everybody loves to talk about Tommy. Mm, do they, though? They should. Oh, there, there's, yeah. We'll talk about Tommy in a minute. Okay. Before we get there, we got to talk about the Who Sell Out. Glenn, did, yeah, did, yeah. did you listen to the Who Sell Out in oh, your yeah. in your work this week? Yeah, I did. What a great album! It is. It's, it, a great it's album. so innovative, so brilliant, so cool. Yep. Um, it is like this perfect encapsulation of that whole like mod mm-hmm. spirit, '67, mm-hmm. high fashion, low culture, whatever you want to call it. Like this mixing of all of those different things at the same time you know, art with pop and advertisement and all those things that Warhol was, you know, theoretically doing, the Who was doing in music. And it's so cool. Um, such a great album. And, and like, yeah, Dave Clark Five had their quasi-concept album that they were working on roughly around the same time. But there was like an actual legitimate concept behind the Who sell out, which is so cool. Um, you know, those commercials that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just the such a, this like is... boundless creativity to what mm-hmm. they were doing in that moment. It's like, which it's got that... Yeah, it's got that cheekiness to it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, the humor, which was so often mm-hmm. missing in, in you know, just rock music at that point. Um, so good, such a great band, um, and such a great just like musical power trio. I know that uh, phrasing kind of gets a, a bad rap because of Prague and and all of that kind of stuff, but those three musicians where you basically have like. Pete Townsend's the rhythm guy as the guitarist, and you have the lead drummer and the lead bassist in, in Moon and Entwistle, mm-hmm. just completely redefining what, what rock music can be. Um, such, such a cool man. Yeah. I, I love The Who. And now let's talk about Tommy, because you, you clearly don't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address your criticisms before you even make them. All right, go ahead. The concept is stupid. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's absurd. Okay. But, oh, my God, the power of that music is so amazing. Um, just, is there a better rock album as far as the drumming is concerned than Tommy? Maybe not. Mm. It's this, like, total grandeur that is so 
absurd and ridiculous that you can't help but just be like, take me on this ride, man. Pete, you, you take me on your, your amazing journey for, for 75 minutes. I'm coming along on it because, yeah. This is this. It's come on, Glenn. It's such a good record. It's it's so over the top. Yes, it's ridiculous. Uh, a rock opera. opera. Yeah. This is. I think. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Sure. Go ahead. Better than it? anything Queen ever did. Well, okay. Uh, yes, I'm with you there, but that doesn't excuse it. It, it does. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. totally indulgent and Super, ridiculous. Right. right. Hey, you're but supposed- it works. It's it's like somehow still like affecting. I mean, that whole the are you gonna tell me really the last time the whole listening to you I get them like that doesn't in any way like kind of tug at you a little bit like mm. not at all. I own it on vinyl, which yeah, I feel like I have to. It's great. That's how I feel. Okay, sure. is it dumb? Sure. Yes. Okay. Is it such a, a ridiculous overreach? Sure. But does it also not just have this this power to it? I mean, not good enough for number two. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I mean, there's I mean, there's some missteps there. So so all right, let's compare the Hood of the Stones. All right, so far that's all we've got to work sure. with here. And these these are what we argue is the two most obvious. You know, like we said, we're going yep. in the order of obviousness here. Sure. What would you say between those two? Well. See, we, we kind of don't want to do this. Yeah, we sort of want to leave this out here. to our uh, to our viewers before we we're going to render our it. verdict in a couple right. of weeks. We're going to let's let's just put out the evidence out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, okay, that's, so that's I want to hear best what what's the what are the best albums from the Who in this period sixty four to seventy. I love the Who sellout. Okay, yeah, such right, right, such right, a great record. You know, honestly, and I don't know if you listened to it in your work this week here, but uh, their their second record, a quick one, is great. It's yeah, so weird. Um, it, it's this kind of like the concept basically is that every member of the group wrote a couple of songs and predictably, you know, Pete Townsend songs are, are definitely like head and shoulders above the other ones, but it's a cool little like weird, moddy kind of psychish record, um, especially for 66 kind of on the forefront of some of that, that, uh, weird psych sound. And I think their first record's great too. Um, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, you know what they were calling maximum R and B, um, you know, kids are all right is on there, which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, the Who Sellout is a, is a legitimately great album that you know for whatever reason has not been elevated to that position of the quote unquote great rock albums. To me, that that's it an inner circle be, record. Yeah, I would it's agree. So good. I would agree. Uh, and I take it over Tommy any day, but I love yes. Tommy still. It, it's you know ridiculous as it is. It. I, just I, I do to hear you say absolutely it. prefer Who Sellout. Good, but man, those early singles. Oh, okay, so let's so talk. Good. Let's talk so about the good. singles. Okay, so I would argue. Okay, if we said the Stones, uh, maybe Baber, Beggar's Banquet, Let It Bleed, is the best album. If you're if you're combining, you know, the great number of albums that both of them made from sixty four to seventy, which we've defined as our our you know range here, the Stones win there. Okay, you know, and again, that's not really necessary. We're going to let our, our right, audience now, decide, okay. but. There's just something about the Who. Sure. That they okay. brought something that the Dave Clark Five didn't. Okay. You know, like that energy. They were that, better yeah. musicians than the Dave Clark Five. In your face. They they yeah. are more of a precursor to punk than the Dave Clark mm-hmm. Five. Yeah, they've got that attitude. If yeah. I'm looking for what did the Who bring versus what did the Stones bring? Yeah. That DC Five didn't. Rock and roll, yeah. The the Who turned up the volume. Yeah, yep. the Who 
upped the ante for what rock could be. Whereas the Stones for, you know, about two or three years there followed on the heels of the DC-5 and did some great, great stuff in that, mm-hmm. in that, in that vein. But they didn't really hit their peak until afterwards. Now, a lot of people will say the Who didn't either. You know, if, if you ask the average person off the street what their favorite Who album is, they're probably going to be like, what the fuck are you asking me this question for? Mm-hmm. But if they answered you, they'd probably tell you who's next. Mm-hmm. You know, 71. Right. So you could argue that both the Stones and the Who in the popular, you yeah, know, sort of imagination peaked yeah, in the 70s. Yeah, right. But uh, if you were only giving me one of the two in the 60s, mm-hmm. I think I've indicated who I'd choose. Yeah. I'm not going to okay. say this just yet, but, okay. uh, you know, because we're, we're waiting on that. But And that's who sells out. All right, uh, what about tracks? Talk, talk to me about, like, if you had to, you know, I, I mean, I kind of pointed out um, Satisfaction, yeah. Paint It Black, Give Me Shelter. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the iconic Who tracks? Um, so, actually, weirdly enough, so right now as we're recording this, I have just finished writing the Entry 50 for Century Song, which okay. means there's, there's 10 left. Okay. I have 100 songs left. There's actually two remaining Who songs, and there's two remaining Stones songs. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know that I necessarily want to say what they are, but you ju- you mentioned two of them, Satisfaction right. and, and Gimme Shelter. Right, right. And I've already talked about, uh, you know, we already played My, My Generation. Generation, right? And I just love The Kids Are All yeah, Right. Yeah, Kids Are that, All Right. Okay, oh, yeah. such a good song. Yep. Such a great song. Uh, and then, you know, you're, you're talking, you know, a little bit deeper down the bench. Well, you know, the Stones, of course, have Painted Black, and they've got... Ruby Tuesday, and they have She's a Rainbow, mm-hmm. and The Who has, you know, pictures of Lily and Happy Jack, and I'm a boy, and and uh, Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere, and I Can't Explain, and I mean, they're both great. Yeah. These are both great bands. Yep. Um, You know, DC5 still the best, but these are both great bands. Okay. Right. They, they deserve to be in the conversation, both right. of them. Yeah, and I think it's probably fair that these two are the... The top tier uh, of the nominees, the obvious tier. The ones that everybody talks about, sure. Right, the ones that everyone talks about. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that, that's two now. I feel like we need to, we need to like come into, this is where, you know, everybody, we've heard about the Stones. We've heard about, we've heard about the Who. You know what we haven't heard about? What, what have we not heard about? A break. A break. Let's, Let's take, take a break. break. Yeah. Uh, Strange Currencies podcast. We are currently talking about who we think is the runner-up, second-best band of the British invasion between the years 1964 and 1970. We all, of course, know and love the Dave Clark Five, but who comes in after that? Like, who's the runner-up, really? And we're gonna we're gonna let our audience kind of weigh in. That's yeah. the that's the hope. So we've we've heard the case for the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and for the Who. Who? Uh huh. And so, um, who else is in this? This fight here. The who? Yeah, you're right. Who else? Oh, stop it! Oh, okay. You. All right, number three. Uh, th- this we're still in the obvious. If this one is not obvious, then yeah, dude, you're not paying attention. Yeah, go 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 buy some records, man. Yeah. Uh, the Kinks. Yeah. Woo! 
Uh-huh. The Kinks. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm presenting the pro case for the Kinks. If there's an anti case for the Kinks, Glenn, I'm going to be really disappointed here. Um, okay. Yeah, no. All right. So, so here's the thing. The Dave Clark Five had two great songwriters. Two of them. Oh. Dave and Clark. No. We're both we're both great songwriters. Dave and Clark were I'd right. argue three. But oh, oh, and I'm not okay, yeah, okay, I'm not right, saying right, right. I'm not saying that five wasn't a geniuses. great songwriter. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Dave and Clark are geniuses. Okay. Five is a damn good songwriter. Okay. And what a guitar player five was, right? Right, right I mean, for sure. Woo! Yeah. Um that first solo record that he made was great. Yep. yep. Incredible. Um and you know, Dave and Clark were great. Um they they're geniuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Geniuses. Agreed. But if we're going to talk about geniuses of the British invasion, okay. that conversation goes from Dave to Clark to Ray Davies. Yeah. And it ends right there. Mm. Yes, it does. Look, I, I just made a, a compelling okay. case for, for Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend yeah. is the, yep. the, you yep. know, the master in my mind. You know, Ooh. you're right. You're right. Ray Davies. That is an excellent. Oh, that's what an a great songwriter. That's an excellent point. Such a great songwriter in such range, such nuance yep. um, as a writer. He, I, I would not be immediately angry with somebody who said that Dave, or that Ray Davies, sorry, was better than Dave or Dave Clark. Or Clark. That as, might be as an interesting great as those guys were. Yeah. Ray Davies, man. That right. guy, he is on another level. And hmm. he does, there is that element of competition that's, within the kinks. That's a hot take. You know, okay. Ray's brother Dave, fine songwriter as uh-huh. well, too. Great guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ray Davies is working, you know, on his own. In comparison to, you know, you know Dave and Clark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ray Davies, uh, you know, you know, here I am. I'm jumped right into the argument. I didn't even start playing a song by. Yeah, by we need to I get mean, a little little taste of something here. I, I really should. Um, hold on, I, I'm going to pull up the old ye old Spotify mm-hmm. here, um, and I'm just going to pick the first one. This is not even their best, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Ray Davies, man, this guy, this guy could write a ditty. Mm. Woo! Yeah, what a great song. Um, so the Kinks, uh, the most British of the British invasion groups, right? Um, character studies. That's, that's the phrase that I always like to, uh, you know, think of when, when we're talking about the Kinks, um, Ray just wrote these great, really well-developed and yet really kind of economical character studies of these distinctly British personalities, you know? Um, so witty, so sharp, but never, you know, like bookish to the point of where it took away from the melodic qualities of, of what the, the group behind him was doing. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kinks. Oh, what a great band. Yeah. What, what a great band. Uh, and what a run from 64 to 72. Uh, the, the, there is nothing weak there. Yeah, nothing weak. Agreed. Nothing weak. And, and this is the other one. This is, uh, uh, aside from the Dave Clark Five, yeah. this is the group who, who are obviously peak, the best. Whose peak is right in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Kinks still did some... We did say that 70 is okay, so that allows Lola to okay. be part of the conversation. Right. And, and that, obviously, the song is great. The whole album of Lola versus yeah. Power Man uh, and the Money mm-hmm. Go Round is great, too. They, they had some, I mean, they, they dropped off 
sharper than the stones of the who did in the 70s but that's not what we're talking about and they also i, yeah. I feel like their decline is probably a little overemphasized muswell hillbillies is still a really good album and they yeah. had some some great songs after but anyway 64 to 70 yeah they, they, they this certainly gold, peaked. Man. yeah absolutely everything in everything. there is great the singles in 64 and 65 are great from 65's kinks controversy to 70s Lola, every one of those albums is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Face to Face is great. Something Else by the Kinks is amazing. Preservation Village Society. Green, oh, yeah. Preservation Society. Oh my God, what a yes. great record. Arthur, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, this is a phenomenal band led by a legitimate genius. Mm-hmm. Um, such a great songwriter. A goddamn national treasure in England as well he should be. Okay. Ray Davies. Yeah. What a champ. Yeah. I, that is a fair assessment. I, I see all that. Now, okay, so here's my question then. As far as the British invasion goes, what is the, what is the, all right, clearly the Stones were the were the bad boys mm-hmm. who was like that energy that in your face what are the kinks do they see they don't have that they're the thinking man's runner-up mm. to the dc5 okay they're on an intellectual level i think in a sense okay they're um they're definitely anglophiles again the most british of the the british invasion mm-hmm. bands you know i don't know if you you know aware of the whole touring band like they actually couldn't even play in the states during most of this time they did this one disastrous tour of the u.s and and like got banned from coming to america for several years afterwards um and uh you know so they just kind of like did their thing buckled down mm-hmm. and became a great album band mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because they didn't have to worry about these you know big international tours and everything mm-hmm. that they became a an album group roughly at around the same time that the DC five did, um, you know, just kind of turned inward and, and created this great introspective, sharp, super, super nuanced music that just sounds so great still. Yeah. Um, I love this band. Love, 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 love the kinks. All right. We're going to, we, we have to throw this out. Um, because we did it with the Stones and with the Who. What, what's the album? I mean, I, you're right; they're all fantastic. But if you had, what was what's the marquee album in the British Invasion? Villa, you, Village Green Preservation Society yeah. is as good as rock music gets. Yeah, um, so great. Fifteen songs. Every one of them is awesome. Yeah. Um, none of them steps on the toes of the others. Um, it's actually, incidentally, the first review I ever wrote for Strange Currencies was really? of uh, Village Green Preservation Society. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you read it, Glenn. I read it. Yeah. I read it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it that, is that is not a, Oh, such, not such a, a great record. Yeah. It, and, and it's everything. It's psyche. It's Baroque. Mm-hmm. It's got some, some actually, like, you know, heavy rock-ish moments in there as well, too. Um, yeah. All right. What, so, a, what a great album. So, Better than any album I'm going to argue by... By either the Who or the Stones. Mm-hmm. Yep, high point of the albums. Okay, yeah, so far. All right, all right. Now let's talk it. Then okay, we 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 sprinkled we sprinkled the, the iconic songs of the Stones and the Who. What are, what's the iconic 
what's going on the playlist for the well yeah i mean the, the, kinks. the kinks are not as well known in the popular consciousness say mm-hmm. as the stones of the who i would i would say um but yet they still have these hugely iconic singles um obviously the first two you really got me and all day and all of the night mm-hmm. or you know just some of that great early blast of like the punk era mm-hmm. of oh there you go you asked for the what you know what's their uh their their shorthand, you know, descriptor. Yeah, 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 they yeah. were punk before the who yeah, were. Yeah. I mean, you really got me in all day and all the night. Those came out well before yeah. the who came out with can't explain or my generation. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, cool. Moddy, we did that. So now we're going to go punk, somewhere yeah. else and do something else because mm-hmm. Ray Davies was freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I mean, those two obviously are great. Uh, I mean, there's so many, so many good songs. Uh, see my friends tired of waiting for you. Um, you know, uh, well-respected man. Waterloo Sunset. Ooh, Waterloo Sunset. Oh my God. So good. So good. Days. um, Oh, Waterloo Sunset. Sunny Afternoon. Sunny Afternoon. um, Picture Book. Lola. I mean, Mm -hmm. This Time Tomorrow. Strangers. You just keep going and going and going with this band. They were so. Oh my. Till the end of the day. um, I can just. David Watts. Stop two this, sisters. Stop um, gushing. Death of a clown. This is like, and this Ray, is like, uh, what I a ex- songwriter. I would expect this about the Dave Clark Five, but yeah, you're oh, surprising oh, they're me. great. But Ray Davies, I know you're mm-hmm. listening, man. I love you. <laughs> you are so great. I, I don't think he's gonna go on a date with you. I, I don't need him to. I just need him to to stay <sighs> who he is. Okay. Ray uh, and Dave. And Dave. Hey, you know, there's all these rumors. You guys are thinking about getting back together. If you do, great. If you don't, you do what works for you. All right. Okay. All you right. guys are awesome. The Kinks. There it is. The Kinks. All Ooh. right. Love this band. Yeah. Okay. So good. Whew. All right. Yeah. We're we are. I feel like that might be a tear. It is in that these are the three that everybody's going to, if they're nominating five, these mm-hmm. are the three that everybody's going mm-hmm. to. And, yep. and if you don't nominate those three, you're wrong. You need yeah. to go buy some more records. Yeah. But um, yeah, these are the three that have to be there. So then we had a little bit of some options and we're going to talk about what those options are after another break. After the break. Yeah. We are back on the Strange Currencies podcast. What's up, Matt? Hey, I'm just uh, engaged in conversation about the British invasion. What's up with you? I am ready to defend. I'm ready to defend who should be considered the second best That's British right. invasion That's right. You're presenting artist. the case for our last two. I am. I, and I am going to present the case. We've heard about the Rolling Stones, obvious. Obvious mm-hmm. nominee. Yep. The Who, the Kinks, both obvious nominees. Should be. Mm-hmm. They should be. Um, we have to talk about the zombies. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but the zombies <laughs> need to be in this discussion because of all of the British invasion bands. They, they have a uniqueness to them that is so lovable. 
that it needs to be it needs to be further mined. And I think they get lost out too much. Unfairly. Unfairly. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I'm just, see. <sighs> Listen to that. Listen to the composition there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine hearing this come out? Right here, Carl. So good. Yeah. This is like very different than anything that was coming out in the British invasion. Mm -hmm. It had, you know, the that when you say British invasion, let me let me tell you mm -hmm. about this vibe. Everybody wants to think, okay, it's all guitars. Yeah. It's all guitars. It's these bands coming, wanting to be the next big thing in their garage. The DC five. The DC five. Here is a group. Listen to that. Listen to that jazz piano, keyboard, organ. The 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 jazziness of it. It's this composition. Uh, you know, she's not there. I will say, the DC top, the DC five, the DC the Dave Clark five mm -hmm. had all kinds of hits on yeah. the charts. They dominated the charts. This track right here, highest track. Written by the band. Whoa. Not the Dave Clark Five. Oh well. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Not the Dave Clark Five. So you know uh, you had you had Waterloo Sunset. Well, the um first, first. When did Waterloo Sunset come out? Sixty-seven. Yeah. See, the, uh, she's not there. Sixty-five, probably. So um. Manfred Mann had like Do Wah Diddy, but it wasn't, they hadn't written it. That, that, that reached one. Animals, House of the Rising Sun, that reached one British band, but it was a cover. Okay. And, and so, you know, Dave and Clark wrote a bunch of hits. A lot of them. A lot of them. Um, um, that one, She's Not There, um, was the first one not by Dave or Clark. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying that was the best no, one. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, no, no. That you was gotta, the first. You got to be a little more clear. I got to be more clear there. Uh, the first this number is one written by podcast. a band. This, this is written by a band, not Dave or Clark. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So, and 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 here's the thing. Uh, you really got me. Didn't hit number one. I don't believe so. I'm gonna have to go check. Uh, Where, that might be for corrections. A century of next song. time, yeah, um, we might have to. We might have to look at that. I, I don't think so, uh, but I can declare whatever why I want in my when I present my case. Can. Well, do, uh, yes, do, does exactly. truth matter? Does, well, two weeks from now we'll have corrections, okay. but up right. until then, you're you're right. scot free. I can say what I want to say. Yep. All right. So I, I mean, as far as a debut single goes, this is. I mean, we talking about an evasion hitting you in the face with the track. Oh yeah. Th I, this might be the best debut track. Of the uh, of all of the British invasions, I would say it's better than the Dave Clark Five's very first song, right? Um, very very first single. But you know, I mean, okay, DC, so DC Five had to grow into that a little bit. So here's know, the but... other thing. Here's the other thing. Stop talking about the Dave Clark Five. The Zombies deserve this time because here's the other thing. This track um, we just played. She's not there. 
Tell Her No, mm-hmm. also charted. Great. It, that album, um, they whipped out in like a week and a half. Like, And it sounds like it. Let's be honest, Glenn. It is. Okay. It's Yes. But even that, the strength of that album... Put them on the road for three years. I mean, I mean the the DC Five recorded their first album in a day, like twelve hours or something, and it's mm. it's better. Okay, okay, but again, we're talking about. I mean, they they the had also kind of you know <laughs> formed their game on the rough streets of Hamburg, but uh, you know. Okay, so we're not debating the DC. We've obviously already right, acknowledged we the DC Five are, are number that. one, but I what DC I'm Five is, more like DC One in our hearts, right? But the, the the but the zombies. I'm just saying they they put that those two tracks hugely successful sure. in the U S. So when we're talking about British invasion, great songs. Those are those songs are like wow, acknowledged, charted, sure. Um, put them put them on the spire. Uh, you know, put them on the circuit. They're on the road three years. You know, you talk about the Kinks having the advantage of kind of looking inward and becoming an album band. Uh, the the zombies did not have that um, that fortune. Yeah, they uh, never made a great album. Excuse me. I'm joking. Ex- okay. No. Uh, all right. I, I, all right. Well, well, the Slow reason down. why I Let said me that. Present my I, case. I know, but I feel like you're spending uh, way too much time talking about two songs when the case for the zombies goes through and really only through Odyssey and Oracle. Okay. That, okay. That, thank you. So here's here's the thing, Odyssey and Oracle. Great. Nineteen sixty-eight. They've been on the road for three years, mm-hmm. doing their doing their thing on the strength of these two tracks. Really, is what I'm saying. And now they have a chance to actually compose yeah. and, and and put the time in. And shoot, their one week or their like low budget is put them on the road for three years. What could they? Ha- what could you? What could happen if you gave them? Some creative control, gave them some resources, allowed them to create their art. We found out. We found out. And wow. It is Odyssey and Oracle, an wow. absolute triumph. Wow. Of psychedelia. I, I okay, so we talked about the stones. Yep. Be- Beggar's blanket. Who's got Beggar's be- blank- blanket? Blanket. 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 Let me take another Beggar's sip here. blanket. Mm-hmm. I love that album, Beggar's Blanket. Uh-huh. And then we talk about the Who. We talk about the Kinks, Village Preservation Society. Yes, great. Odyssey and Oracle. Yeah, in my heart, I, I know what you're going to say. Needs to be is the best album I, of all I, of them. I think you might be right. I mean, Village Green is so so great. I've always really kind of lumped those two together. I actually got them. I think within a week of each other. Talk about a good week for going to the record store, right? But wow, those two records are easily the two best uh, of any of the artists that we're talking about. Um, Village Odyssey Green and, Oracle. and Odyssey and Oracle. Odyssey and Oracle is better. And I, I'm not okay. disagreeing with you. Odyssey and Oracle, what a it's unbelievable, amazing album. Unbelievable. It unbelievable. is. It's psychedelic. It's the British pet sounds. It's the British pet sounds. We, we talked about pet sounds okay. in our last episode. Okay. okay. Being being you know okay. this like mark of perfection. Odyssey and Oracle. Wow. What a great record. Almost as good as. You know, some of the DC-5's best albums. I, mm-hmm, Recorded okay. in the same studio where the DC-5 uh, are, are, are known to have hung the, out. The, uh, the, week, the day after. Yeah. The day after yeah. the Dave Clark 5's, you know, famous um, album, Lieutenant 
Lieutenant Paprika. La- Lieutenant Paprika. That's right. The yeah. name Baker's Blanket. Yeah. yeah. Lieutenant Paprika, right? Yeah. And yeah. at Abbey Road, the Dave Clark Five blows out of the studio and in walks yeah, the, uh, zombies. the zombies into the studio. Uh, all these and they they put that Mellotron to some freaking great use. Clark's Mellotron got yeah. good good use. Uh, it's all over this album. It oh, is beautiful. So it's gorgeous. Good. It is lush. It is. It's it, okay. It's a, it's. I don't want to use Brian Wilson's symphis, symphony, but the orchestration on it is what's so incredible. You got all these jazzy chords. You've got this. Uh, this ethereal, um, you know, there's elements of broke of psychedelia here. Uh, it's it's smart, it's thoughtful, it's precise. The um, <sighs> I, I got five words for you, Glenn. Okay, hung up on a dream. Ooh, what what a song. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You listen to that 30 second instrumental break in the middle of that. I I mean, I'm going to pull that up right now. This is, oh man. It's so good. If, if, if our, um, you know, uh, if my dad is listening to this, I don't know why it's playing. This could be our year, but also a great song. Also a great Um, song. You humble listeners out there. If you take nothing else away from this, but that you add Odyssey and Oracle to your uh, regular rotation. Yeah, this will have been a success. All right, we're I'm I'm playing it right now. All right, just just listen to this. So glorious! Yeah. Oh, is there a better like thirty oh, seconds of sixties psych than that? So good. The yeah. and the whole the whole album. Is yeah, the whole just, thing is great. It's unbelievable. It is a it is a shame, a crying shame that it did not receive the recognition it did at the time. In no, fact, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, time of the season ended up being like a big hit, but after the band actually broke, broke up, up, right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was one of these lost classics for, for decades and decades and now rightfully is looked at as one of the greatest albums of all time. It's perfect. It is. It's so, 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 so good. And I, I'm, you know, I'm all right with, with saying that it's even better than Village Green. Yeah. I'll allow it. Okay. Thank you. You know, it kind of depends on the day, you sure. know, it might be a coin toss for me, but what a great record and yeah, way definitely. better than any Rolling Stones album like significantly better than any Rolling Stones so here's album so so here's the so here's the here's the question here are we arguing like the best influence the most influential in the invasion or are we now stepping back uh you know uh, i can't do math 60 years later right and we're now we're now in retrospect looking at these bands Who's the best? Well, you know, again, I I think pop culture has told us who the second best is. And I think in a way, like the exercise here is, are the Rolling Stones really the second best? Right. 
Or should we be, you know, also, or instead, say, uh, you know, saying the DC5 and the Kinks, or the DC5 and the Who, or the DC5 and the Zombies, mm-hmm. or the DC5 and one more, but we're going to mm-hmm. come back. We're going to take one more break here, and uh, you're going to hear who our fifth nominee is. <laughs> We are back on Strange Currencies Podcast. Glenn, we're talking about the second best British invasion artist. We are. And I say artist because we've, you know, we've made this, mm-hmm. I think we've probably before said band. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't steal my thunder here. I'm not going to steal your thunder. The, yes, um, artist. artist. Now, we had a lot of options for, for the fifth one here. Yeah. Um, so... The first couple that we talked about were definitely obvious. Everybody, of course, talks about the Stones and the Who. Right. The Kinks, again, if they're not obvious, come on, man. Figure figure your shit out, all right? Maybe the zombies are dark horses. A little bit, but again, Odyssey and Oracle says that they should not be dark horses. Right. That album alone makes their case for at least being in this conversation. Agreed. Fifth was tough. The fifth one, it was not tough for me. Yeah, um... Let's talk about who we didn't choose yes. maybe first. We'll do some honorable mentions and some maybe some dishonorable mentions. Yeah. You know, we considered the animals. We did. We considered the hollies. Well, well, let's talk really quickly about the animals and why we didn't go with them. Go for it. We talked apples and oranges earlier, right? And the zombie, or sorry, the, the, the animals against the stones or the animals against the kinks. You're talking apples and apples and, and look, nobody's going to, the nobody's animals are great. They that. had several really great songs. Yeah. Um, you know, house of the rising sun, of course, and we got to get out of this place right. and it's my life. I mean, they had a lot of great songs, but who's really going to make the case that nobody's going to argue that the, that. Animals the animals were better than any of the, the right ones that we've talked about. And already. same, same goes for the Hollies. Yeah. Same goes right. for bus stops. Cool. That's a good song. Right. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Same goes for any of the others. Yardbirds. Uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers. Uh, man. Yardbirds. Well, I, I don't know. Like some people. Hey, it sounds like it's time for uh, another episode of Heroes and Villains. <laughs> oh. oh, man. All right, heroes and villains. This is where we talk about the uh, well, the heroes and, and, the, the, villains. and the villains. Um, hero of the British invasion. Oh, uh, who do you got? Uh, oh, there's, there's one answer here. Uh, no, I have it, but we can't spoil it. I'm not gonna. Dave Clark. Oh, is Dave Clark? Dave the hero? Clark is the hero. <sighs> okay. Dave Clark is the hero. Okay. All right. Well, I thought we were talking about second best, so. Yeah, well, I'm, well but, clearly, but yes, because clearly. Dave Clark is the hero, then we, we have to figure out who the second best is. So Dave okay. Clark is the hero. Okay. All right. The villain. Fair. The villain. Yeah, I mean. One, two, three. 
Eric, Eric Clapton. 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 Yeah. yeah. Eric Clapton is a... Wow. I cannot believe what Eric racist. Clapton did to five. We talked about five earlier, right? I mean, Dave and Clark were great songwriters. Uh-huh. Five was, was a great songwriter. Uh-huh. I can't believe how, how wrong Eric Clapton did five. I mean, really? Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Well, we might they have to buddies. go. They were like good friends. And then, you know, All right, like break Clap- it down, break it down. Clapton's like, Hey, five. I'm into your wife, you know, so uh, I'm going to write this song, like the only good song I ever wrote. Right. And, you know, like, she's going to be mine now. Like, that, that's the way things work around here, Five. Yeah, that's you messed know? up. And Five is a better guitarist than Clapton anyway. Ooh, all right. Hot take. Not a hot take. Not a hot take. Correct take. Oh, okay. Clapton, Clapton's got some issues, man. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I was referencing he is, he's a drunk rock, racist. Rock against racism his, happened yeah. because of, of Clapton. Because of Clapton, yeah. yeah. Whereas Five is like out there organizing that, yeah. you know, concert for a concert, good cause. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so Which we have other villains there. But yeah, yeah. Yardbirds shouldn't be considered. I mean, no. people they're gonna people are gonna talk about it no. because well, Eric they're Clapton going to being because, there disqualifies. Them. Yeah, but you know, Jimmy Page uh, having having them to all the three of them, uh, uh, Jeff Beck and you know, all in one group is you know whatever. But no, yes, not I don't them. love any of them. Agree. To be honest, agree. Same. Um, so yeah, no, the, the Yardbirds were not considered. All right, we've we've been beating around the bush long enough. Yeah. So Glenn. Um, we went a little unconventional, I think. Uh, I think I, we went a little unconventional. I don't for, think. I don't think because... I'm not saying we're wrong. I'm I saying we're right. I'm saying I am presenting to you the second best artist of the British Invasion. Oh. I am presenting to you Dusty Springfield. I just said it. Dusty Springfield. Dusty Springfield is the second best artist of the British Invasion. I mean, after the DC Five. After the DC Five. Now, now here's the thing. I know everybody's gonna say, "Oh, British Invasion is is the bands." Um, okay, but no. D- Dusty Springfield was. The icon of the swinging 60s. Hmm. She, I mean, that platinum blonde beehive, that image, the, you know, kind of the camp, like the mini skirt and, uh, you know, perfection. That was the British, the 60s. Dusty Springfield embodied that. Swing in London. Swing in London. And, and okay, so say what you want to say about rock and roll. This is, you know, you can dismiss it by saying, oh, this is pop or sunshine. Uh, I wouldn't call it sunshine yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah. Who cares about genre? Exactly. Uh, Dusty Springfield's great. Exactly. That's yeah. that's my point is we should, we should not try and categorize it or dismiss it because you want to call it um, blue-eyed soul or... You know, yeah, Northern yeah. Soul or whatever. Genre is a waste of time. So, so that's that's my that's my point. I mean, imagine this track. I only want to be with you. So good. Um, was I mean, her first hit. Um, hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I only want to be with you. This hit, first hit. This is her first hit. Her mm-hmm. first solo hit. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, great, great song. 
It's, I mean. Th this song leaps out of the speakers. It does. And so it, great. And especially in an era when you're expecting or you're thinking, oh, it's all rock bands, it's all guitars, it's all whatever. And, and I will say, I will say, here's a little side note for you. Dusty Springfield even invaded the U.S. before the Dave Clark Five. What? The Dave Clark <laughs> Is that it? Right. Before, before the Dave Clark Five. Well, okay, so Dusty nobody Springfield. Nobody came before the Dave Clark Five. <laughs> they are the British they invasion. Were, yeah, they were no. on Sullivan in February of, but, of 1964. But before that, before that, Dusty Springfield is in a little uh, in a little pop folk that's right country yeah. pop mm -hmm. trio with the her brother the the the, um, the talented Springfield the musically talented Springfield her brother uh, Rick Springfield no oh nice try um, but the Springfield so Tim uh, Springfield oh wait wait so you're saying that Dusty Springfield, Springfield was not talented stop it she okay stop. I am presenting my case. Objection. Poorly. Objection. They had this pop folk folk trio and invaded the U.S. as a British artist, charted before the Dave Clark Five it, with uh, Silver Threads and Golden Needles. 1962, they break the top 20. Hmm. Uh, maybe the first wave of the British invasion maybe starts in 62 or primes the pumps for what, you know, for that Ed Sullivan. I do remember hearing about Springfield mania uh, oh. that, that came before DC five. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's what I'm saying. Dusty Springfield comes out with this country pop trio. You're not making a good success. Stop. Glenn, no, Stop. no, no, no. You're not making a good case. You're spending way too much time talking about, you know, I'm getting focus there. Focus on the fact that Dusty Springfield has more great albums than the Zombies did. Oh, she no, she does. Yes. Um, stay a while. I want only want to be okay. with you. Stupid title for an album, by the way. You know, just pick two popular songs and and just call but your album. But here's what I'm that. saying. But that's a great album, and obviously, you know, end of the '60s, she makes her masterpiece, Dusty, Dusty in Memphis. Memphis. Right. But, she has more great albums than the zombies who I think you can make a compelling case for is at least being in the conversation. Yes. So I, I think you're spending too much time talking about the, but here's what I'm saying. She should, she could have done anything. She could have done anything. She, she showed that she can do country pop folk. She has now dabbled in uh, what, I don't know, Brill building, whatever, you know, maybe some of that Motown soul. We have dusty in Memphis. Um, she's doing pop. Uh, she is, she is swinging 60s. She can do, she does her own thing while in the midst of this people are, you know, you got Woodstock going on. You've got, you know, all of this kind of hippie movement and here she is doing her thing mm -hmm. and she come, she goes, she decides, you know what? I want to go to Memphis. I really like Motown. I want to, I, I, I'm, I'm like eating this in. Well, I understand. But then she goes to she, stacks. She, she goes to Memphis and she does Dusty in Memphis. She's in New York. She's she's pulling these like these influences that are important to her and she's creating she's creating her iconic sound that is her. She's not like the fifth band of, you know, she's not like trying to like, you know, be somebody else, ca carve on a wave. She is her 
she is her artist. Yeah, no, and I think it makes total sense that we picked her as the fifth because, again, we've got apple, 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 orange. Yes. And and so I think by doing that, we are at least allowing for a slightly different angle on the conversation to happen here because, again, if you're picking the animals above the kinks, you need to hear more kinks. Yeah. Um, you know, so it made sense, I think, to both of us to, to say, yeah, Dusty Springfield, first off, has a better catalog than somebody like the animals or jerry and the pacemakers or whatever dusty she, she belongs memphis, in the conversation dusty and, in memphis is better than anything the who did oh i know it, it, it it's better it's hmm. it's better than it's it's better than tommy no it okay it's 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 fantastic it that's, is that's like your opinion man <laughs> Like, totally your opinion, man. This aggression will not stand. Dusty Memphis. Better than anything the Eagles ever did. I'll I'll give her that for sure. I I mean, just the... Here's the other thing about Dusty. She is this iconic figure. Yeah, she's great. who, Who did her thing. I mean, she was... You say whatever genres, rock and roll, whatever. She got deported from South Africa. For on tour, playing to an integrated audience in the middle of apartheid, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, got kicked out of the country. I mean, that's pretty punk rock. Sure. She is out there bringing, like, I mean, her legacy of, of what she is, like, in the LGBTQ community, yeah, I mean, as this, um, you know, kind of taking that bending, pushing back against societal norms that tell her she can't be, uh, she's got to be feminine or she's got to be, you know, she's dusty. She's dusty Springfield because she's too tomboy. Mm -hmm. And so she like leans into it, goes the other way and is all kind of glammed and, you know, that, that, that swing in sixties beehive and she does what she wants. Uh, and that, that, you know, Supremes, Martha and the Vandells. She's like, I can do that. She's like, she does. Like, so good. That no, album. She, she's she's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if we said Odyssey and Oracle, yes, every, all of you listeners need to go get it. I'm telling you, Dusty and Memphis. You go and you put that on those first three tracks. Just a little loving, so much love, son of a preacher man. I mean. Uh, the uh, wind, windmills of my mind, dude. Windmills yeah. of your mind. Yeah, it's a great song. So good. Yeah, uh, D- Dusty's great. You're you're not fighting against me on this one. Uh, Dusty Springfield is amazing. Like I said, I love that. Uh, I, I think it's like actually her first American album. Stay a while. Backslash. I only want to be with you. It's a really really solid album. Uh, there, I mean, there's a whole lot of songs that other people had done. Like she does her own version of. Uh, um, you know, anyone who had a heart and will you love me tomorrow, but they're, they're really great, great takes of those songs. Um, I mean, Mockingbird is, you know, notoriously horrible, but other than that, like, uh, that's a really, really great album. And it's a pop album from what 64 when nobody was really taking yeah. pop albums all that super seriously. And, and almost everything on there is great. Um, so, she, so yeah, she, she's fantastic. She charted, she charted in the billboard hot 100. 18 singles from 64 to 70. Yeah, yeah. 18 times. More than anyone not named not the, the Dave, Dave Clark, Clark five. five. Yeah, I mean, they were untouchable. Six of them in the top 20. I mean, I, 
I'm just saying, if if we say British Invasion, and everybody thinks of uh, Dave Clark Mania, yeah, um, it should be Swinging Sixties. It should be Dusty Springfield too. Yeah, that should be part of the conversation. Maybe it is apples and oranges. But like, I mean, she was she hosted a TV show. Yeah, in, in two UK. different shows, I believe. Yeah, quite yeah. a few. And she, but she was that face yeah. of the British Invasion. I mean, like, she has that like iconic time when she's interviewing the Beatles, and they're just like cheeky she's going back and Which, forth with by them. the way we didn't really consider them because yeah we didn't consider the beatles because no. they're not um were they but, even british i don't know yeah. but she interviews the dave clark five yeah and she's like you know in that whole teeny bopper uh you know kind of that craze of like fan clubs and everybody's like oh dave i love you i love clark i love dave i love clark what's your favorite and five and five i, I, I love five you know he, but she was, he was the quiet one but but she <laughs> But she was in that. She was in that. Like, um, she was that personality. She was that face. That and and her music. Gosh, that there's there's a depth to her. There's like a there's a you know. It's maybe it's not the jo- Joni Mitchell, but it's there is that um, there is that heartfelt authenticity, that personality that she has that captures something. Absolutely, yeah. You do not have to convince me that Dusty belongs in the top five in terms of what you know who we've nominated. Um, you know, again, we're going to withhold our verdicts until, you know, a few a few weeks from now. Or we're going to let our, our listeners have some input here. All right. There's the and case. So, so I don't want to, yeah, I'm not going to really lean too heavily. You do not, though, have to convince me that Dusty belongs in this conversation more right. so than the animals or, right. you know, Jerry and the Pacemakers or the Yardbirds. Right, or, right. Oof. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, so, so Dusty totally, totally Hey, blows. also, uh, Dusty was the reason that um, Led Zeppelin got signed to Atlantic. She uh, Are you trying to hurt her case now? No, stop it. I know, you, I know how the you wanna feel about... The wannabe who? Stop. Okay, you know what? We're, we're drawing a line here, a divisive line. Clearly, Matt doesn't like Fleetwood Mac. Not a big fan of Led Zeppelin. I, I actually think Led Zeppelin is fine. I just do not think they belong anywhere near the conversation of the well, great, great. Inter- okay. They're not but the Dave Clark Five. Okay, okay. but th- not even a place. close to the DC. Oh five. yeah, no, 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 no question. But you know, so so, so you're not winning me over with that argument, Glenn. I'm but, not. But, I was just putting a little fact out there that she has her finger on the pulse of what's happening and what's on the horizon. I would rather listen to Dusty in Memphis than any album by Led Zeppelin. Yes, and any day. I would. Any I would rather listen to it. Than any album by The Who. There. I said it. Hmm. I said it. Love The Who. Mm-hmm. You do. Uh, and maybe that might be your bias here. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to let the people. We're going to let the people speak. So we, here we you should. have. And, and we're going to tell Rolling them how Stone. they. We're going to tell them how they can do that after one more break. All right. Last yeah. break. Let's get that sweet, sweet royalty-free music. Royalty-free music. Currencies podcast. Uh, so here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna go to strangecurrenciesmusic.com. You are gonna go to the podcast. You're gonna click on the podcast. Go to the British Invasion 
episode link on the podcast. And we're going to have a poll. Yep. We're going to have a poll there. I think we can do that. I think we can do that. I think we also, we're getting fancy with technology. What? I think we have, uh, we have a place for listener comments. We have a, we have a voicemail set up. Well, there is also a comment feature. There is a comment feature. Feel free to drop a comment on the, on the tab. Um, we will we will take it into consideration. We may or may not read it as a public comment if you so choose. We probably will. So um, this is your chance. Uh, the we ha- we'll have a voicemail. We'll have a link so you could call in and leave a message. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so go to strangecurrenciesmusic.com. Click on the podcast British Invasion, and we want to hear you weigh in. Take the poll uh, so that I can. Uh, prove to Matt, um, who is definitively uh, the second best British Invasion artist. After DC. After DC5. And, and then we'll come back. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll weigh it in. We'll, we'll cast a verdict. Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe we'll give it a week or two. We, yeah, we gotta line yeah, up our gonna, special guest. Yeah, yeah. We gotta line up our special guest and see if we can, because I, I don't think we, we promised can, him, so we have to deliver. Well, and I don't think just the two of us can do that. We need no, a third. No, we need a tiebreaker. Just tie in breaker. case, right. um, we, you know, we all say The that definitive, who is the best. All it's right. possible that DC5 are number one and two. Oh, maybe, maybe. DC is one and five is two, maybe. Maybe. All right. All right, well, thanks for listening to this episode of Strange Currencies Podcast. Uh, I'm Glenn. I'm Matt. Hey-o.